Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters, and finally we get to just be mad at cops this episode and not have to cloak our love of Blue Centurion in a whole bunch of butts, because <laughs> uh, he ju- just sucks this this week, though also he beats the shit out of the Rangers so thoroughly that I was kind of rooting for him anyway, which is a problem. Uh, I mean, but- to be fair, the Rangers like weren't fighting back. So that like, is true. Uh, yeah. they, they don't want to hurt their robot friend. Uh, I am Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Emily. Yo, it's me. And we've got Luke. Yeah, I mean, there would never be a good time for it, but kind of really picked the worst possible year to cover the series with the fun cop hero, huh? It's a bummer, and yeah. we've we've talked about it before, but the reason I like Blue Centurion is the, like is the like RoboCop pastiche part, the part where he talks like a funny robot and not so much the the police officer part. Sure. But (laughs) yes, that doesn't make it easier. Like basically the reason he's okay with me is because all of the crimes he's stopping are like, you turn right on red. And I think that's funny. You're not wrong, but like how Fabi brought up in like the first episode we covered Blue Centurion is that like, it's copaganda saying that this is right. what cops are like, you know, cops are oh, nice. You yes, know? <laughs> absolutely. Every, yeah. I mean, this is like, like you said, there's not really a great way to, it's very hard to divorce good portrayal of cops in media from, is this how we're starting by the way? Anyway, Apparently. it's very hard to, <laughs> I mean, very hard talking, to it's, I mean, why, why not? I mean, that's what divorce. we're talking to. Sorry about serious yeah. political time here, folks. No, it's fine. It's, it's mm-hmm. definitely one of those things where we've, I mean, we've, we are not strangers to that. We've had to do that with a bunch of bad jokes. There's one in this episode where we go like, well, that's there's fucked. Like, yeah. There's, um, there's a bad joke or two. But uh, but it is definitely like more sustained because there's just a, and and that's nothing to to uh, to the fact that we're eventually going to get to multiple series where they are cops the whole time. So yeah. that's going to be something we have to deal with then. But yeah, I, it's I, frustrating. I, I hope I hope by the time that we cover SPD, you can be like, aha, cops, that old thing that we used to have. 
not a yeah, real thing anymore. Great. You know, it's <laughs> good to be optimistic. It's just funny because, like, I will. You are right, and and they are definitely trying. To, obviously, he's a hero, and he's portrayed that way. He's also kind of an idiot, though, even when he's not like bad. Yeah, but he's they, an idiot because he's a robot. Well, that's true. Yes, good point. Fair point. Um, but before we talk about uh, propaganda this week, uh, I have a little bit of uh, more finusnimal. I don't remember the weird thing that uh, Mike makes me say, and he's not here, so he can't Turbor do it. Turbofact newsnimal? Something yep, like that. You nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I don't have to deal with it now. Great, great work. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of news. I, I kind of slurred it a little bit, but I, I swear I said every little bit of it. I swear. Mm. I mean, you're the host. I feel like you should say it. Yeah, I mean, come on. But it's not the name of the segment. Mike makes me do it. Mike cool. hosts this show at least as often as you do these days. I think he gets yeah. to name the segment. <laughs> Turborfact Newsiomnimal. Is that yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. I think that's right. I nailed it. Great job, me. Uh, last Friday, as of recording, so uh, August 28th, was Power Rangers Day, which is Power Rangers anniversary. Uh, a lot of times they will take some, they'll announce some stuff that day. Uh, this year, we did not get that much, to be completely honest. They gave the date for um, uh, Power Rangers coming back on TV. Um, which is uh, the September 19th, and that's going to wrap up uh, Beast Morphers, which is cool. Um, and then they announced a Hasbro has been doing like some crossover toys for a while, I think, that people like within the, the IP that they own, basically. Um, they announced a uh, Pink Ranger My Little Pony mashup. A toy as part of this, which is cute. I love I it. I want it. I get that for me. So, <laughs> somebody, <I'm, laughs> you know, I uh, I've never really liked My Little Pony, and it has nothing to do with the fact that they're ponies, and everything to do with the fact that they're action figures that don't really move. Like yeah. they don't have points of articulation. You know, that's fair and all, but I want this. <laughs> that's fair. No, is there a ranger? I love, I love how the, the, the power coin is the cutie mark. That's really adorable. Okay, yeah. so, so it is a pony in a ranger suit. Yeah, I put it yeah. in the it's, chat there. It's, it's uh, not a ranger in a it. pony pony suit. <laughs> no, it's not. What it's if it not... was just two rangers in like a classic horse costume? I mean, that that I would buy. Because that would be pretty. Or Bulk and Skull in a horse costume. Yeah, I would buy that. there you go. That's pretty <laughs> cute. But I, I mean... I, I'm not even a huge fan of My Little Pony. Like I watched like the first season of Friendship is Magic. It was fine, and this this is really cute though. It's just it's cute. Well, what are Balkan Skull's cutie mark <clears throat> combined cutie mark? Balk is a ham, and Skulls is a skull. So you're you're coming from for the angle that it's their OC pony. I'm thinking, what pony do they cosplay as? Okay, all right. So Balk is. Hmm. Well, it, it's a two-person costume. They're, they they got to decide on one. Oh, so they're the same one. Because obviously, I mean, if they be... were separate, like one would probably skull would probably go for like uh, Fluttershy, and Bulk would probably be more of a uh, uh, I can't think of the fucking diamond I, rarity. I, you think rarity, together? Yeah. I think they got to settle on Twilight Sparkle. I I I don't know. I think like he might be like, well, I mean, these ponies are pretty girly, but at least Rainbow Dash is a jock. 
I was going to say Rainbow Dash because yeah. she's the closest to punk and their punk. Yeah. Uh, but and also because Rainbow Dash is my personal favorite. Come at sure. me. <laughs> um, I think that's probably a common choice, but I don't know because uh, I ran away from the My Little Pony fandom as hard as I could. I don't think anyone's getting mad at you for liking Rainbow Dash. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. I'd say like uh, mine's like probably Fluttershy, but. It, it's it's a mix. Oh, Pinkie Pie I like a lot too. So those two together would be my favorite. I I would like Pinkie Pie a lot more if her name was anything other than Pinkie Pie. Wow, Pinkie Pie is uh, there's some issues with the name. I'm not is, gonna is lie. It, is it like a sex thing? No, it just <laughs> listen. Obviously, all of them are very like sweet and soft and cute. But there's not a Pinkie Pie in particular. It just sounds like baby talk in a way that I just don't like. Wow, I I feel I feel attacked. <laughs> Listen, I like the character. I like her design. I just don't like her name. No, I mean like I mean like that's kind of my like personality is like pink and shit and like bubbly. I'm not. I'm not against the color pink. <laughs> I liked that. Uh, I liked that. Um, didn't didn't fucking um Andrew W K do. A cameo as a pony on My Little Pony and I don't Pinkie know. Pie, uh, party party partied, which makes sense. I liked that. Um, here's my question: Now that we're like, I don't know, a significant distance from like the height of My Little Pony friendship is magic. Uh huh. What was the Brony fandom like? Actually, that bad, or is it one of those things where there was a big backlash against it? Because I, I don't. I- I think it's like a mixed bag, but like there's a yeah. lot of bronies who were like really toxic about it, and like yes, and like there's a lot of right wing My Little Pony fans, which is wild because despite having a queen, they're pretty much just like an anarchy state. <laughs> like it's it was something where <laughs> a lot of shitty adult men kind of took over something that was supposed to belong to five year old girls. Right. Yeah, it's right. like 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 again, like the whole part of a show is like you know. Like there's some there's some bad episodes in the first season, especially like there's an episode where like there's um these buffalo who live on a place and these ponies want to move to that place and it's 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 a both sides issue. Oh oh good. It's not cool. at all. And right. also there's one episode with like there's a zebra pony who's like um coded like African American hoodoo stuff. I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and that right. was a little and they're bit racist uncomfortable. against the zebra. Yeah. That was a bit uncomfortable. I and mean, the, the lesson yeah. of that episode is that they're bad to do that, but... Yeah, yeah I mean, like, it's it's very much liberal, like, politics, I should say, sure. rather than, like, leftist. But, like, it's still right-wingers, like, for some reason, love that yeah. show. Right. There's no <laughs> episode where Twilight Sparkle reads, like, one of the books she reads is just fucking, like, Capital or something. Yeah. <laughs> There's no point where she considers that maybe they should revolt against the princess god they have. I I was just curious because like I wondered if it was one of those things like um like Twilight where now you yeah. look back and you're like oh a lot of that was just straight up sexism the pushback against that that uh, is probably an ingredient in there it's it's a mix of things yeah, yeah. fair enough like I mean I'm like there's this I watched like this one documentary about Brony subculture and it's probably like it was very pro Brony so obviously you're only getting like one side of things but like. There's, you know, certain people found, like, community in that. And, like, there, there's yeah, some sure. positive shit about it, for sure. Fandom's but, like, always kind of a, there's a, a lot two-sided of, thing. 
bad people in it too. <laughs> sure. So there's that, and then also they announced also a... sexualizing them a lot was a thing that happened. Where, yeah, like, they really couldn't sure. search for them without finding porn. For sure. They also announced a a, a bunch of uh, new Power Rangers merchandise uh, clothing, specifically. Um, it looks fine. Uh, the cool one is there is a uh, varsity jacket that's Angel Grove High that I kind of want. That's um, cute. Uh, but yeah, so th- not too much for uh, Power Rangers Day. But first thing I'm seeing here is it's just it's just a lightning bolt one. Is it actually say Angel Grove High on the back or on something? the back? Or? Yeah, if you hover oh, over it, cool. it says yeah. Angel I can Grove actually High. see Angel Grove like changing their logo to the Power Rangers logo because they're like oh uh, yeah, so dude. Into That's, it. <laughs> it's it's one of the things that I think like I think there's been storylines where uh in Spider Man where the Kingpin. Uh, like copyrights Spider-Man's logo because you obviously if you're a superhero and you're in disguise you can't be like I would like to go ahead and and lay claim to that trademark yeah <laughs> here's so. one shirt on here that I decided that I kind of don't like um because I looked at it and I'm like oh there's a Trini and Kimberly shirt Pink Ranger Yellow Ranger that's cool oh it's his first crush yeah that's lame that so that's like the it like it girl centers one. men yeah even though yep. it's like the girl characters, that's right. cool. Well, that I mean, obviously, you know, a gay girl wearing it—that's pretty cool. But like, that's not what they're yeah. going for. <laughs> not not the target audience. Uh, but yeah, so so that's uh, Power Rangers Day. Not too much, but it, it's cool that they still do a little something for it. Um, and I think that that crossover thing's neat. Oh, the um, women's t-shirt is actually Rita Repulsa. Is the one women's one. That's pretty good. I mean, that's not bad. There should be more than one of them, but that's not... If you're going to only do one, that's the one to do, IMO. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so Power Rangers stuff, you can go take a look at that on their website. Um, They should... Remember that fan art we got a million years ago of just Rita, like, in a bathrobe with a box of wine? Yeah, Victor Perfecto. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's the the art that they need to put on that t-shirt. Margarita. That is my favorite thing. We, I think we've ever gotten. They should, yes. ask, they should ask Victor Perfecto to put it on and give them royalties. <laughs> I just love Rita in a bathrobe because, like, she's so uptight all the time. I think she needs to relax every <laughs> once in a while. Um, but yeah, so let us talk about the episode. This is episode 31, Beware the Third Wish of Power Rangers Turbo. And we are just 14 episodes away from the end of Power Rangers Turbo. And uh, I got to say, as somebody who is really enjoying the show and still really likes it when it uh, like Luke, I know you were you had stuff and we couldn't make it work. Uh, If you have time to watch the Robot Ranger, you should do it because it's an existential fucking nightmare. (laughs) Um, It's so good, Luke. And that's fun. uh, But the episodes like this where that's that are like plot heavy in turbo i don't know man they feel real real kind of by the numbers is this um, what we're calling plot heavy i mean it's a two-parter so i sort of i guess you're right there's not I, really is it really a two-parter though <laughs> i guess because they don't resolve the wish thing at the end 
You also don't res- resolve um, Single Man or sorry, Blue Centurion getting better. So yeah, I just, yeah, watched, is, I just watched Car Ranger episodes. So I'm calling him Single Man. It ends <laughs> with uh, a to be continued, so I'm going to count it. But I no, guess you're sure. right. It's it is still basically filler. It's just long filler. I kind of so, stopped paying attention by the end, and to me, it just seemed like this episode finished, and then the bad guy for the next episode came in at the very end, and that just yeah, they, yeah, like, they just. It was, I was looking at time. I'm like, there's only 50 seconds left. How are they building up that they're going to go? do more stuff now this is one of those episodes by the way that's like literally 20 minutes it is less than two-thirds of the running time of and it still the didn't slot. manage to hold my attention the entire yes, time it's a bummer <laughs> it is very short it still manages to have a lot of filler i kind of i kind of loved how dumb it was um there was a few oh, parts that like listen, i was like ooh, i don't like that but yeah i want to be clear we are still gonna have some stuff to talk about uh, <laughs> we open on the rangers at a wishing well uh ashley wishes for um uh, world peace. Which is like the um, most goody douches Power Rangers moment ever. Like it opens up with her being like, I wish for world peace and like throwing in a coin and it's just so much. Like, also, there <laughs> is a shot of the bottom of this well. I've never seen a wishing well with this many fucking coins in it. It's wild. Oh, I have. There's, you have? Okay. Yeah. I guess maybe it's just where I've been, but there's a lot of coins just, in this well. I just love how it opens up with the most quintessential Power Rangers moment. Oh yeah, like. world peace like generic, <laughs> yeah for sure, it's it's very... Can uh, I just say too, this is my first time back since they switched out the Rangers and I said no, this last time I'm pretty sure it is. So it's, is it's, it not? Like it's your second time. because no, last time you were here you were like, I love these new guys, they suck. You're right! Wow! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say the exact same thing I said last time, which was that yeah, this show now feels just like an alternate dimension version of it. Yeah, oh, yeah, Ridge, yeah. it's it just feels like another take at the first season. Basically, this is like fucking when Marty McFly comes back from the future and everything's a little bit different. This is the Power Rangers <laughs> that's on TV now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is that to say about this season is that it it does like even though it's technically a continuation. And like there's plot elements with Zordon and stuff like that. Um, it definitely feels way less like Zeo, which is is like this is still the same story. Yeah, remind it really... me where Zordon went to again. He just space. went back home to be with his family. He went to space. Yeah, he went to Eltar. Um, like specifically to be home with his family. Yeah, he has. Yeah. I can't tell if you're joking, because no, if you're trying to tell I'm me joking. that Zordon has had a fucking family this entire no, time. No, I'm not. That's like one of the theories for the Phantom Ranger. I don't, I don't know. Did you even see the Phantom Ranger? Yeah, you did. I, one yeah, I have. Well, yeah. I mean, no, I they, haven't, because he's invisible. It, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the theories was that he might have been like Zordon's son or something, because like, yeah, he's, he's got a family canonically. Why did he not visit his family at any time before this? Because he was trapped in a time warp. He got untrapped in the time warp. Listen, apparently Zordon was needed back on Eltar. He had to go home. He did not die on the way back to his home planet like Poochie, uh, because we're going to see him next season. But yeah, he just left. It's not really important, uh, because they decided it wasn't. It should be, but you know. Well, actually, if I recall correctly, a significant portion of the next season is them trying to fi- find Zordon because he's lost. I don't know how a tube 
and a head in a tube gets lost, but you know, whatever. Did he just like um, sloop up the top of the tube when he left, or what? Yes, happened? he did. Yeah. Which is which is still upsetting <laughs> to me. <laughs> See, I'd be way more okay with that if they always, when they showed the like uh, like aerial view of the Earth, if there was just a big pneumatic tube sticking up out of it, out of frame. That's, yes, every time they zoom out of the command center, there should just be a really long tube sticking out the top of it. A space elevator, but just for yeah. Sauron's head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, TJ, um, I'm sorry, not TJ, uh, Justin is about to throw his coin in, and Carlos stops him and says, wait, Justin, don't use that coin. Your dad gave it to you. Um, and we're like, what? <laughs> so a couple questions. One thing is that his dad apparently gave him like a fucking Spanish doubloon. Because yeah. Yeah. it's not a quarter. That's not the only foreign currency we see in this episode, which I will point out later. No, nope, that's uh, true. He's got like a gold coin that I'm not versed enough it to know what this is, but it does not look like any currency I've ever seen. Right. Um. And what if also, it got revealed that it's a space coin and he's from space, actually? I mean, it would make sense why he like fucking leaves all the time, I guess. It would, um, yeah. But his That'd dad be sick, is actually. The other thing is that I guess Carlos. I don't know. I can never help tell how close the other Rangers are to Justin. Carlos definitely seems to be like paired up for them more than any other Ranger in the season so far with the new cast, for sure. I mean, I think they all yeah. bonded when they stopped Divatox from summoning that lava monster back in the movie. Yeah, that'll do it. Fair point. Uh, well, Zach, you're even getting that, like, he's going, like, they're always the Rangers. <laughs> yes, I forgot. I forgot. Thank you. Yes, I forgot they switched. Good point. Uh, yeah, so... like, all the Rangers kind of treat the Blue Ranger like he's their son. Yes, well... They not still so much do anymore. That. Like, not, they more feel like they're well, equals now, which is listen, weird. Maybe they become more absent parents, but that hasn't changed the fact. Well, I mean, yeah. the, the thing is that the new Rangers are high school students as well as Justin, even despite his age, are all high school students. So it kind of makes it feel like a little bit more equal than before. Sli- yes, where they were like, it is slightly less parental. Yeah. Um, now, that said... Uh, I'll say Carlos feels more like a big brother to Justin than a father. Yeah. So Carlos knows about this coin whether Justin told him or, or what, whatever, who knows. Uh, and Justin says, well, it's okay. It's a really important wish. Uh, and then we get a quick flashback to Justin's dad giving him the coin and saying, this like, is I know for- you just lost your mom, but I have to go away for a business trip and leave <laughs> this, you. Yes. For- it's still stupid still. <laughs> this, is for, this is for luck. I'll be back as soon as I can. I now have to go on a multi-month business trip and live, leave you at basically a homeless children's shelter. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, and he uses this coin to wish that his dad would come back to stay, which Fucking is... Fucking persona protagonist-ass dad. Yeah, really. <laughs> um... <sighs> What is the setup in Persona 4 for why you... Um, your your parents are going on a year-long vacation and you can't come, so you have to go That's stay it? with your I uncle. I thought they were working overseas. That might be it. They were just, I don't know if they specified, just, oh, they had so, to go overseas. Just just to put them all in... A, so in Persona 3, your parents are dead. In Persona right. 4, they're on a business trip. And Persona Do you even 5, have parents in Persona 3? Like, Aren't you some kind of weird ghoul, secretly? Well, maybe, but like that's the setup. Is five right. five at least makes sense where it's like it's like court well, order. Her parents but f- still suck though. <laughs> sure, but four it's just like 
bye, son. And then they just leave. Um, yeah, they don't give any good reason why they can't bring you with them in four. No. I was just curious. Uh, so they decide now that they're just going to wait around for their uh, their wishes to come true, which is what everybody does when they make a wish on a fountain. They just stand there expectantly. Um, right. And uh, TJ like, says, let's go get some food. And Cash is like, I wish for food. Yeah. But yep, yep, yep. <laughs> dun uh, I like Cassie's it's shirt, cute. by the way. It's cool. Oh yeah, Black Cassie looks really cute in this Black and pink is a good combo. Um, My Cassie always looks cute because she just looked at me when I said her name. <laughs> <laughs> um. So immediately, <laughs> s- somehow this monster has snuck up while all the Power Rangers were standing there, and they just didn't see him. And I say somehow, but I really shouldn't be surprised at this point, I guess. Uh, and the monster looks like a coin purse that's alive. Yeah. Uh, okay, yes, he does, but I have a problem. Okay, What's what that? is the problem? So, like, his design is that, like, yeah, his his clothes are like a coin purse, and then the neck hole is, like, the, the part that opens up. You have, like, the ball-shaped clasps on either side. Yes. But then his head has another set of those clasps up top. He's like a coin purse inside of a coin purse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like a um, he's like a clutch inside of a real purse. All right, well, fuck me then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Luke. Uh, so anyway, yes, he he's a double purse. Um, I don't like his face; it's upsetting. Uh, they he t- steals some coins out of the pond and walks over to Rygog, and they just both laugh like about immediately it. Immediately after Justin puts his coin in, it gets picked up under the coin by uh, yes. the pond by this guy. It's it's really uh, funny, actually. <laughs> this will turn out to be like a magical evil coin monster, and that's fine and all. But I would like to imagine from Justin's perspective that he's just like, "This is where we're at, huh? Like this is what the bad guys are doing." <laughs> Like, I mean, I wouldn't put it past Diva Talks, honestly. <laughs> right, like a week, couple weeks ago, she tried to rob a bank, and now she's just like, I don't know, fuck it. I just need anything I can get. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have the theme song cut back, and uh, the the purse monster who I can't remember his name. Uh, we'll get it in a minute. Um. Is like, haha, Divatox will love this coin. And He's it's called the, the, the Wicked Wisher. Wicked Wisher, thank you. And uh, it's the one that Justin has thrown in. Uh, he's Justin yells, hey, put that back. And then Rygog literally just mocks him and goes, hey, put that back. And again, I'm like, wow, we're just at the pettiest level that we've been in a long time with the villains. <laughs> and I dig it. Uh, <laughs> they uh, they summon some Piranatrons. And uh, and Ragog says, ah, I wish for the Piranatrons to get you. Uh, the other rangers all hear uh, that this is happening and run back to the small child that they left alone uh, and help fight off the Piranatrons. It's a pretty decent unmorphed fight. Yeah, I like the part where um actually does like a split kick. That was pretty sick. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, we, ha- we haven't gotten that, that many um, unmorphed fights with the new rangers, so it's kind of cool when we get one. It is still ridiculous that Justin is, like, just as effective as the other rangers, but whatever. Who cares? We've At seen this so point, many that cut- morphin energy has been infused into his body. Like, Justin's going to grow up to have an odd body shape, I think. <laughs> I mean, I, I personally uh, don't have much of a problem with it, but, I mean, like, Robin was kicking up bad guys' asses when he was 12. 
So I mean, like, yeah, whatever. that's I'm not. It's, I'm not gonna it's not win realistic, any, but I'm not going <laughs> to win any friends here. But that's also kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but I you mean, sound like my fucking dad, Zach. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't need it, it's the, the it's only just, time that Justin fighting the Pronouns bothered me is when he couldn't then fight like two bigger bro- bullies in that one episode. Yeah, true. That I want to be clear. <laughs> I love, I love Robin. I love almost every Robin. They're some of my favorite characters in the DC universe. It is also weird when you see a twelve-year-old fight Bane and he doesn't doesn't just die. Like, yeah, I, I, mean, I get it. It's comic books. It's fine. It's not it's that comic big a books. Deal. Yeah, I mean, it's weird that Batman does anything and doesn't just die right this this is fair um so uh the uh i'm sorry i have to say this real quick i'm just so excited that the new batman game is not batman oh yeah me too i'm so excited for it all the other characters the bat family to be like more part of the arkham games and this is way better than that this is this is them getting their own game so yeah yeah i'm excited anyway um luke batman takes uh, I am with you that that's neat that they're doing a Batmanless Batman game, but also, I don't know, it looks like fucking Destiny in a way where I'm like, I don't know if that's what I want out of a Batman. It does not look like Destiny. It looks like Assassin's Creed, if anything. It does not okay, look like Okay, that's worse. Destiny. You're not <laughs> yeah, going in the I'm, right direction. I, if I actually didn't know that. That's a bummer to hear. Yeah, it's, it's like a four-player co-op. Like, they're talking about, like, you're basically oh, thought- gonna do, like, there's, strikes there's just- on Batman villains and stuff. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like an that, RPG. I thought that was the Suicide Squad. One. I mean, I'm uh, cool with it being an RPG, though. I don't have a problem with that myself. I think it's cool. I, like, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not really what I want, really. Yeah, that's fair. I really like those those Arkham games. Also, it looks like a very co-op focused thing, and I don't... Leave me alone. I want to yeah. play by myself. I'm excited because I used to play Batman and Robin with my brother when we were kids. And sure. now we can do it with Nightwing and Robin. <laughs> yeah. None of these are like objective critiques or whatever. It's just me being like, no. Uh. I, I'm with you there. My video game time is usually when I like don't want to talk to or interact with other humans. So You can play <laughs> single it. player, it says, though. So. Yeah, but I think there's like bots running around then. I don't know. That, like, yeah, this is me just whining. That's fair. I just... I'm. I think it's neat. You don't play as Batman. That's also, it. just I want them to get away from that fucking Arkham aesthetic. It's not good. The art style's not good. I I, Everybody- I don't really like the default costumes except for like Nightwing and Red Hood look fine. But like they've also shown that they can have other costumes. So I'm like holding out hope that there's a Robin it's, costume. It's that I'll more really that like. everyone looks like they're made of ham. That's kind yeah, of what I, I think, don't love. Yeah, I don't like the costume yeah. designs they've given Robin in any of the games, but <laughs> I, I'm pretty confident I can change his outfit, so I'm not too upset Just about fucking it. Give me a brightly colored, cel-shaded Batman game that when you punch bad guys real good, it does a little like BAM on the screen. I would love I would love a Silver cool. Age Batman game. Uh, so anyway, this wicked wisher has stolen some coins, and out of fucking nowhere comes the blue centurion who shoots him in the face and says uh, that stealing coins from a public fountain is an infraction of the law. I looked this up and could not find anything that confirmed I, I that this is the case. Is. No, it, well, I guess I don't know for public fountains. For like, if you're at the mall or something, yeah, that's the mall's fucking coin the second you toss it in. I, so there was one thing that I saw specifically talking about it that said the public fountains in New York City uh the NY- NYPD are you know 
uh, this podcast's favorite organization uh-huh. uh, weighed in a couple years ago and was like, no, that's public property. Like, you can take stuff from there. It's not against the law. Okay. Um, that said, there's lots of private fountains, and I would imagine that that belongs to whoever you you. So I can just like throw fountain. in some swim trunks and just go like scooping up coins. I mean, I wouldn't, but apparently, yes. Okay. <laughs> at least, at least in uh, uh, at least in New York City, anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, um, did if I ever uh, move to New York, I'm never paying for a sandwich. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. I bet. I bet you you would have some health some health bills <laughs> that come from doing that that you wouldn't want to that you might need more than coins for, but uh, who knows? Anyway, he says it's against the law, and as we know, uh, Blue Centurion has been programmed with the law database of every planet in the universe, so he must know better than me. Right, um, and uh, he. Him literally just showing up makes the bad guys run away, which is very funny to me. Yeah. Um, They immediately peace out. Blue Centurion checks on them to make sure they're okay. Uh, And they're like, oh, thanks, Blue Centurion. You're so great. It's a good thing that you haven't been mysteriously missing the whole time that Phantom Ranger was here. Because I guess it would be too hard to have two (laughs) six rangers at the same time. Um. And because uh, yeah, he this is the first time he's shown up since Phantom Ranger, basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he he just says, "Yep, no problem." It is the duty of all intergalactic peace officers to render assistance. Okay, goodbye. And then he leaves. Um, the Rangers are trying to figure out why Divatox would steal coins from a wishing well, which it, again, fair, fair point. question. Yeah, like I said, even with uh, having seen the episode, I'm not clear on why she did this. Well, that's well, the, the thing. The, the monster grants wishes, but he needs to have wishing coins to do it. Take a this... twenty dollar bill to the bank, get a whole roll. No, I, so I actually kind of. I, I assume again, I'm doing a lot more legwork than the show is here, but I'm assuming people imbuing the the, the coins with their own wishes is what gives him the power to do that. That can't be it, because later on he gets coins out of the same fountain and they don't work. Well, because he's out of power. He's out of MP. <laughs> I, I, I see what you're saying, and I think that if you do the work for the show, that totally works. But also what makes them magic is he waves his hands over them and then they're magic. So yeah, he it, does you do would, that also. You would think that he could just get coins from anywhere. It's baffling um, to me that he needs the coins of the intermediary. Why can't he just be like, yeah, three wishes, what you got? It, that is also true. Coins. <laughs> well, he's a coin they, monster. If, if it had to do with, like, He's honestly wishes. he's a coin monster that can't that 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 grants wishes. He's not a wish granting monster that happens to look like a coin monster. Okay, Emily, let <laughs> me put let me let me twist it on you then. What a weirdly fucking specific monster oh, yeah, then. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> like, like that is so wildly specific, but okay. <laughs> Um, I'm not saying you're wrong. If but someone it's the case. makes okay, no, if someone makes a wish on a coin and throws it into a fountain then that has latent wish magic. It will not grant their wish. It doesn't work that way. That's bullshit. But it gives the coin wish energy that then this fucking coin purse can, like, awaken inside of it. Yeah, that's what yes, I think. Yes, correct. Yeah. But he can only do it three times. Yeah. And that's at least, his at least holy, three that's, times, that's, like... Luke, like, and that's his whole existence. Right. Which is fucked up. 
Well, I mean, it might be like other ge- like other genie like creatures where like you have to go back until it like coin purse or whatever the hell his like. But he has to go like is. back to sleep for it, and he's got to recharge his power. Is yeah. the 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 genie three wishes thing? Is that three wishes per master? Per master, yeah. It can't be master. because Elgar gets a wish here. Okay, this well, one I isn't, meant, but I'm I saying, like, like traditional, Aladdin like, Aladdin-style yes. genies is Apparently, what I was talking about. that's the about. only time, like, I don't know if this is true, but, like, funnily enough, I just watched a YouTube series about the Wishmaster horror movies <laughs> before watching this episode, which I Were you I bored? Found fun. No, I mean, I, they were, they, they, it was, I, I mean, I like, I like, I like the YouTuber, it's Scaredy Cats. Oh, that's, that's fair, fair and, enough. And I, I, and I like, I like watching them talk about things they like, and, um, yeah, like, uh, they in that video claim that Jin don't generally grant wishes. That's only an Aladdin thing. So I don't know, but I think Jin are normally like just sort of your your uh, chaotic spirits, and yeah, the the wishes thing is sort of specific to that. But anyway, um, I don't know because I'm dumb. Uh, so we cut down to, or I'm sorry, up because again, yeah, it is base. established. It is established that they are on the space base that General Havoc left them, but also that the, that the, yeah, the submarine space is now, the on the space base, which is very funny to me. Um, and we see the uh, the Wicked Wisher make And three... he pops down three coins, and one of which is a Canadian toonie. Yes, that is true. <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> like, because they just... in Canada. <laughs> They they probably were just like I don't know get three coins that aren't obviously just straight up regular quarters, uh, yeah. So that they look special, I guess. Um, he he said he says here you go. There's three wishes, um, and Diva talks is like I want more. You got to give me more than that because I'm not smart enough to make three wishes be like more than enough. <laughs> <laughs> to do whatever I needed. To be fair, um, she figures out how to do it in one wish and just doesn't get her chance. That's true, yes. It takes too long to get around to it. Uh, but she demands more wishes. The monster's like, okay, well, fine. He does say something about not being a young monster anymore, so maybe also he is just out of energy. Um, Divatox is thinking about what she should get. Uh, she thinks about wishing for a new space base, which seems uh, you don't need two space bases. Listen, <laughs> I feel like the the one is already a recent upgrade. Yeah. Also, I just you can only be on one of them at once. This is not necessary. And also, she could just wish for like all the pioneers are dead. <laughs> well, no. you know, this is your classic uh, villains with are just bad at. Well, again, that's clearly out. what she's going to wish for on wish number three. She just doesn't get yes. to it. Yep. Uh, Elgar, because he's the best character on the show, takes one of the coins and wishes for... specifically, a- which I appreciate as a comedian. Yep. And he wishes <laughs> for a full head of hair, and he immediately has a absolutely hysterical, uh, like... what I guess like a, um, like a hair metal wig, basically. Like... It's just a big, long, weird uh, uh, wig, and um, <laughs> Diva talks, just slaps him a bunch, um, and uh, he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry," and she's like, "Nope, too too late. You already used up that wish, so we still we only have two left." 
Um, and then so one she, left, really. Oh, she's two. I can't remind. Yeah. So yeah, she is too. Sorry. Uh, and then she wishes on a Costa Rica, uh, uh, the Republic of Costa Rica, 1976 uh, coin for um, the blue centurion to be evil, which she comes yes. up with very quickly. Right, and um, then nothing changes. <laughs> I wish. I wish that's what they did. <laughs> so, uh, I mean. This is sort of what we were talking about at the beginning with me finding the Blue Centurion's brand of being a quote-unquote cop very funny because he's literally just helping a guy fix his bike. Uh, and he's like, oh, the guy's like, oh, thanks for helping me. He's like, oh, no problem. This, you know, your pump seems like it's in working order. Oh, God. And then he freaks out. <laughs> uh, I want to point out, too, that this is like the third time they've done this thing where they made the Blue Centurion evil. Yes, I uh, seriously. Would, yes, this is the third time he's only been in like six or seven episodes. I also want to point out that I went on the uh, uh, the Ranger Wiki, um, and and I always do and check for for stuff, and usually it's a bust. However, it reminded me that in the first episode that Blue Centurion is introduced in the Millennium Message, uh, he is specifically said to be unable to be programmed to be evil. And well, he, he wasn't programmed. Become, oh, well, okay, fair point. This is magic. But they have made him evil three times at this point. Yeah. I mean, they um, make you evil that many times, it kind of seems like you start to wonder, are they really making you evil? <laughs> or is that just what you wanted the whole time? So, Luke, right. one of the times that he went evil, he was wearing this like big giant jacket over his like giant armor. Uh huh. And that yeah, was, was pretty fun. <laughs> it was very good. It was very dumb. I enjoyed his big. And then they stupid... put a giant jacket over his like robot too when it got big. Yeah, uh-huh. he, he had a big David Byrne suit. It was great. Okay, okay. Um, that's fun at time... all. I am saying ab cab though. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Uh, so at this point, um, he the way he is denoted to be evil is that his uh, his traffic light. Lights on his chest all turn black, and also his yeah. visor turns black. Um, yeah. And he then has he... sunglasses too, but it's more it's more obvious in his sentai that it looks like he kind of has like little sunglasses over his thing. And then he smashes, smashes a bicycle, which is very funny to me. Uh, yeah, the way he expresses his evil is just breaking this bicycle, <laughs> and then laughing, <laughs> and then laughing maniacally, which you know. He, I just I love that he's just like okay, and uh, I'm gonna pick up this bicycle and just huck it. Here, fuck your huffy. Uh, so we cut to the command center, and uh, Demetria is like, okay, well, so this is the wicked wisher. I know about him. He can turn specifically, <laughs> specifically coins from the wishing well into magical ones, capable of granting any wish. Um, Ashley says, I thought that was just a myth. And then Alpha Alpha 6 says, well, you have to understand, yes, on Earth it's a myth, but he's an alien and his specific power is to turn wishing well coins. One thing is, I love this, but also when you when you said that, Ashley opening says it's a myth, I just imagine cutting to Jason's fa- Justin's face and him being yeah. like, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I was going to throw my coin in for a myth? <laughs> yeah, well, just because she doesn't say, like, oh, I thought the whole coin in a wishing well thing is a myth. She says, because 
they explain, oh no, this guy's power is he can take a coin that was put in a wishing well and turn it into a wishing coin. That's what she thinks was a myth. Yeah, that's like, weird. The Wicked Wisher is the myth, not the coin fountain. This is Which a fair isn't point. A thing. The Wicked Wisher's not a myth. Uh, <laughs> what you said, Emily, is something I hadn't really considered which is like I know it's not on the same level as as you know telling little kids watching the show that uh Santa isn't real or whatever but like that's a thing for little kids is to believe that <laughs> there's wishing wells and they're just like nope kids it's some bullshit you have to <laughs> you have to find an alien from space who has a weirdly specific power uh so do you think they have wishing wells on their planet or is it like Clark Kent where he didn't have any superpowers on his planet but he had to go somewhere that has wishing wells <laughs> I don't I I think based on the fact that 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 Alpha knew that this was a thing they could do they they probably could do it on their own planet Fair enough that's probably true Uh so the the they're like okay well he's got three coins so he's got three, they've got three wishes. Uh, and also TJ specifically says, is worried that the monster might return and get more, uh, which would be obviously bad. So his plan is to just go take, take all the coins out of the wishing well, which is, is pragmatic, but also just very funny. <laughs> the, the, the image of a Power Ranger just like, ankle deep in a wishing well I just imagine with, with TJ too he would just like he would just like pile them all up onto his shirt like he would use his shirt as like a as like a bag to like grab them all you know you do that when you see <laughs> the bottom of your shirt and you bring it up <laughs> and he just keeps dropping them and he's like fucking soaked head to toe he's just like keeps going for it though <laughs> he, he t- goes back to the well and uh, uh, the wicked wisher is there getting some more coins he specifically says no one has ever asked me for more wishes, which is so funny to me that he has been in this position many times and no one ever thought to ask for additional wishes. <laughs> I like um, how he tries to wish for like a lizard and a snake. I really wish that works. they worked. I really wanted to see like a snake show up and be like, oh, yeah, I wanted snake. it to be that, yeah, it <laughs> works, but then testing it burned the wish. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's a good question. What was he gonna do? Like, if it worked, it wouldn't help him anyway. So, <laughs> um, so for whatever reason, he can't make any of these coins work. Uh, go figure. Um, TJ uh morphs and attacks the Wicked Wisher, uh, who really just starts beating the tar out of TJ. I mean, he throws uh, some coins at him, but then TJ just gives it back just as well, where he just shoots him twice. <laughs> he does, yeah, he did just shoot him, which, you know, that that's a... Uh, he says, wish for this, which is a bad... I really liked it. It's a bad... It's bad, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad one-liner. Uh, he shoots him. And now, uh, or do you wish to continue, TJ also says, which is really good. Listen, TJ's a himbo. It's fine, but he's not good at, at the, the quick quips. I think he's better at it than fucking Tommy ever was. <laughs> I mean, Tommy was very bad at it. This is true. Because, like, um, TJ's doing bad quips, but he, like, sells it. I don't know. It's good. <laughs> the Wicked Wisher runs away. We cut to uh, uh, Divatox. Who oh, makes here's a, a bad part. Here's yeah, the bad so, transphobic joke. So Elgar has put his hair up in like a beehive, uh, 
and she calls him Ellen, and that's supposed yep. to be funny because mm-hmm. uh, you know men dressed like girls is hilarious. <sighs> uh, yeah. You know, it's one of those. Uh, it's not near, nearly as upsetting as the many, many Balkan Skull dressed as women jokes. Honestly, but it's still it there. took me more by surprise, though, personally. Yeah, that's So fair. for me, I was like, oh, I was uh, having a good time, and then this happened. <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Uh, so they send, uh, Divatox asks, uh, says, send in the new weapon. Uh, here's the scene I thought that, uh, I thought happened earlier where, uh, Wicked Wisher is really just beating the crap out of TJ. It does not yeah. look. So, and this is all Sentai footage. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to take a pit stop at the car in the garage to explain yeah. this episode a bit. Pit stop at the car ranger garage. Um, so this episode starts with all the, um, Pegasus Garage crew members, you know, the power, the, the car rangers, um, mm-hmm. wanting to get lunch and they're all giving their orders to, uh, uh, what his name's Keisuke? It's been a while since I've watched the show. The Red Ra- Racer to go, um, go, go get the lunches for them. And he goes and he's starting to order the lunches and then we cut to the Bozox and they also are ordering lunch. And they bring the coin purse guy down to get it for them because, you know, he takes control of all the money, right? He has a bunch of money on him, so he can do it. And he cuts in line in front of um, the Red Racer, uh, who is like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I was here first. And they start getting into a fist fight. And, like, the Red Racer unmorphed and this Bozok over, like, who gets to go and order this, like, bento first. But the Red Racer's getting his ass kicked because he's really hungry. So he goes off, morphs, comes back. The guy, the bad guy's already bought his food. He's leaving. There's no reason to further antagonize him. And he goes like, hey, you cut in line, and I'm the hero of justice, so I'm gonna beat you up. And the guy goes, okay, just one second. He, like, calmly puts his food down, and then he starts going to town in the Red Racer and kicking his ass, and that's this scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, so he... Si- you know, when, 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 you know, Signalman shows up or Blue Centurion shows up, um, it's the first time we saw him in this episode and we don't know why he's gone bad in the Sentai. Ah, uh, okay. Um, maybe I'll explain that again later. Let's uh, continue. so in this case, uh, what happens is, uh, Blue Centurion shows up on his motorcycle. TJ is very excited. Uh, and then Blue Centurion, without even like stopping or yelling anything, just tries just, to kill yeah, him with just, his motorcycle. <laughs> Which I, I noticed that his motorcycle is really just a dirt bike with a bunch of crap on it in this episode because the tires are so small. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. It is a prop <laughs> uh, motorcycle. But yeah, he tries to just run him over, which uh, that was uncomfortable uh, <laughs> given current events. Oh, I'd say yeah. this little fight was a little collar tuggy. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but he gets off and, and, uh, TJ's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you. Duh. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do my duty, which is to destroy you. Uh, and then TJ retorts with no, don't. And then he shoots him a bunch. <laughs> so that didn't work. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I want to point out in the Sentai, the, 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 the lunch, shop guy tries to get in front of the red racer and goes like please don't do this in front of my shop and the red <laughs> racer takes a bullet for him Dang. Like, like pulls away and like and like Damn. covers the guy 
So um, the Blue Centurion, or Signalman, rather, was just about to shoot a civilian in that geez, version. Rough. Uh, so TJ tells him, you fight for the intergalactic good. And he's like, not today. And then uh, they start fighting, uh, which is pretty fun. Uh, he tries to get him to snap out of it because he, he's not willing to actually hurt him. Um, this is the second time we've had this exact plot point, which is, as Emily was saying, not even just that he's turned evil, but that they have to fight him without hurting him in some way. Yeah. Um, the, the last time, um, I'm not sure if it was mind controlled in the... Oh, that was when they changed his programming to think that the Rangers were criminals in the yes. Turbo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's trying to fight him, but he's getting his butt kicked because um, he won't, you know, actually hurt him. Um, he eventually does shoot him with like, I, man, I well, didn't he uses know that they gun. Remember that? Like they, yeah, that, uh, their weird upgraded gun that they never really yeah, explained. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it like wraps around him with a laser, like a, like a, like a, I don't know, like a rope, but it's yeah, a laser. Like, a, like an energy rope. Uh, and, uh, he it grabs him for long he enough. He's playing for TJ. wild guns, and he and he and he tapped the button repeatedly instead of just pressing it once to fire yep. the gun. <laughs> uh, and he's able to. TJ is able to get away. Uh, we cut back up to the uh, uh, the space space station. Uh, Wicked Wisher dumps out just a whole bunch of coins, and Diva Talks is like, <laughs> I like this "Oh one, yeah, perfect. This is what I wanted." Uh, and then. And then Wicked Wisher's like, well, actually, they aren't good for wishing. She says, what are they good for? And he says, well, you could buy something very cheap. <laughs> <Which> is, <laughs> I like that part. Um, at this point, Porto explains that, quote, he's only a three-wish monster, which, again, <laughs> does this mean that this species of alien, that, like, they can turn three coins into magic real wishes, and that is it? Like, yeah. it's just... <laughs> they, well, no, because he implies that he's had to do wishes for other people, so it's not just three and done forever. He just, he just has to have a short, a long rest, rather. Oh, okay, yeah, he needs an eight-hour sleep uninterrupted. Uh, yeah, I mean, If Diotox is less impatient, she could probably just tell him to go to bed and come back tomorrow with more coins. Yeah. But instead, or, she makes him fight the rangers for some stupid fucking reason. Right, or, or she could, you know, use her magic fucking wish that she still has, uh... And which she does try to do, and, and that to, to me credit, is the weird yeah. thing about the episodes I've been on lately is that every time it seems like why are you making the monster fight the Rangers? Like it seems like they're way more effective off the battlefield. Yeah, yeah. They, it's it's like all the way back to Rita. A lot of times they would send putties down, and it was like you know if you didn't do this, they wouldn't know you were up to anything really. <laughs> right, but now their powers you were on the freeze episode right the time yeah, freeze yeah, episode yeah. yeah now it's like if you just didn't engage with them at all like your plan would work why <laughs> but yeah she uh because of the powers her monsters have specifically but nope she's got to have him go fight um at this point uh she goes out onto the balcony to use her uh her last wish where Elgar is uh, spraying hairspray into his hair um, and getting ready to use a hairdryer. 
she pulls out the coin and says, I wish and starts to say that the Power Rangers were all dead. I think Well, what she says specifically, she goes, I wish for the Power Rangers to be for all eternity and then gets the coin set out of her hand. And I have I don't know what's going to happen next episode, but I have a theory that she just wished for the Power Rangers to be eternal. Oh, dang. Yep. So that's why there's all, so many seasons of Power yeah, Rangers. That's cause it just, yeah, that's because it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish for the Power Rangers to be eternally. <laughs> yeah. So, like, she, she like, she's the reason why there's any Power Rangers after space. Because, like, they just, they were wished to be for all eternity. So there they are. So then we get, I've missed space-based uh, bad guys. Because of my favorite thing in Power Rangers, which is that when you drop things from a space station, they just fall down. Yeah, as it's like it's down. like it's like Sonic Adventure Two Battle when you're on the the you know the the yeah. the big space station. If you fall off those levels, you die. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because she dr- basically Elgar bumps her and she drops this coin. Hey, can um, Sonic breathe in space? Yeah. Kind of seems like he can, huh? It seems like everyone well, can, not just Sonic. Yeah. Well, in, in Sonic uh, 3 and Knuckles, the final boss in there, when you run out of uh, your supersonic and you can like fly around in space. Right, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. When, you, when you run you out of rings, just, you, you fall. And that's what no, kills you. Just, you. you just die. You just okay, like die, but then, but then in Sonic Adventure Two, you, like they're all out in space. Like there's open areas on like the space station arc. You're right. Is, Wait like, a fucking second, though. He can breathe in space, but he can't breathe underwater. Yeah. Did <laughs> <laughs> you say yeah? I mean, what? I mean, you're right. What? She, what? What did you I say? Mean, Luke, <laughs> I would like to counterpoint. She can and did, and it completely <laughs> flummoxed you. You had nothing. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the the comics have often said that that Sonic is afraid of water, which uh, to to which I will say, yeah, if I could breathe in space but not underwater, I would also well, be Sonic afraid is of. A f- water. In Sonic X, Sonic is afraid of water because he can't swim. Okay. So, like, well, that can't. makes sense. This so. is fair. That's um, true. Sonic is a very dense material. If Sonic <laughs> is... If Sonic is... Well, see, because Tails can swim. Right. If right. Sonic is super, super Saiyan... If Sonic is super Saiyan underwater, can he drown? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> yes, you can. Can, oh, he can still drown. Can, okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so water is that's, worse that's than space. I, I always tried to get the bubble shield, like while I was supersonic, so that I wouldn't like die from running out of air. Okay, so so son- Sonic and supersonic can breathe in space, but not underwater, and that's mm-hmm. all there is to it. But he can't be dying from running out of air. He doesn't need air. <laughs> He's dying what is he because dying from? he's well, dying I mean, because his lungs okay, okay, fill it, with it, water. You said he's a, he's afraid of water. Does that does that imply that he does no, not wait, 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 drown? Wait. He just has a panic attack that kills him. He doesn't die in Sonic Adventure three in Sonic three and Knuckles because he runs out of air. He dies because they're right next to like the stratosphere and he's burning up. Wait, wait, sure, wait, that wait, makes wait, sense. Wait. I'll buy that. I want to go back to what Luke said. I actually think 
you're right. He is. He has a heart attack and he dies from a panic attack, which is represented by the absolutely terrifying music that happens as Fuck. you run out of air in the Sonic games. So Shit. he's he's panicking because he's scared of water, and then he I'm just mad has a heart at you attack. because this fits. <laughs> Luke, welcome to being friends with you. So is Knuckles and, and Tails also afraid of water? No, they, they just drown. Be. They just drown. But they can <laughs> breathe in space too. No, they can't. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, they can. <laughs> So anyway, everyone in Power Rangers can breathe in space, uh, and one of the people who can breathe in space is Elgar, and boy, this is one of my favorite shots in Power Rangers. Uh, her coin falls out of her hands to Earth, and she screams, my coin, and then she just picks up Elgar and hurls him over the balcony to Let's Earth. Let's go get my coin! And it's very funny. Uh the the shot of him falling through space is great. We cut to Balk and Skull, uh, who are plumbers this week, I guess. Um, there's a plumber crack joke that you can't really do because it's it's kids TV. So, so you just have their underwear pulled up above his shirt. Yeah, see underwear, underwear. Um, and they tell this lady that. Uh, Sorry, but uh, we're gonna have to repipe your whole house. Your pipes are all clogged up. Uh, and this made me upset because I just had to have my cl- my pipes cleaned and I didn't like it. It was very sad. Did you try um, dropping a coin in through a hatch in the roof? Yeah, that's how I fixed it. It worked. I mean, just see if they were trying to, like, screw you. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, no, they weren't trying to screw me because I went into my laundry room and there was just two inches of water all over the floor. So I'm pretty sure they were actually clogged. I... I don't think that Balkan Skull were trying to scam this lady. I think they're just really bad plumbers, and I they're feel really bad dumb. for them still. Oh, I think they were absolutely trying to scam her. They, they, they're scammy. That's true. They are scammers. That's like kind of what they do. They got lots of get-rich-quick get schemes. Because listen, it's not as though they completed their plumbing apprenticeship since last week. No. no so they're, they're just pretending just... to be plumbers entirely. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, yeah. However, the question I have is, what foils their plan? This lady, by the way, the actress is giving her all. <laughs> this is a real, like, this lady, someone pointed a bring this to life gun at a panel of a Dennis the Menace cartoon and pulled the trigger. <laughs> bring and me to this, life guns. I love those. Evanescence makes those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and this lady came to life because she looks like she's out of a comic strip. Uh, she's got hair rollers in, a uh, big robe. She's Internet. chewing gum. Uh, and she's yelling at them. And uh, the coin falls from space and goes through a little tube in the top of her roof, which I think is, I think those are for like exhaust from a wood oven. Uh, and yeah, I didn't really think about it, but I think you're right. That would include and, the pipes. <laughs> And falls through, and she's like, ha, huh, my pipes are fine. And I'm like, wait, that's, well, hold on a second. That's not what plumbing is. Yeah. <laughs> like confused. if it rains, she's just flooded. Right. That's a, you shouldn't have a pipe from your roof to inside your house. Yeah, that's that's, the that's your Super Mario. You, your place does need to get repiped, actually. Yeah. They were right. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, you don't want that. That's not good. That's why you're 
uh, chimney is built the way it is. Um, but uh, they, she fires them, uh, and they walk outside. And then, oh my god, one of my favorite special effects shots in a long time in Power Rangers, which is Elgar falling from space very fr- slowly in front of this <laughs> house. Donkey Kong Country three ass looking shot. Yeah. Yes, it is. It, I. <laughs> I don't know exactly what they did, but it looks like Donkey Kong or like the rotoscoped, like the early Mortal Kombat games. Yeah, like the it looks like that, and it's just Elgar falling into some bushes. It's really funny looking. Uh, also, apparently, I mean, coming up. if we're talking about Elgar, uh. Or, or like villain power levels, he fell from space and he just is fine, I guess. <laughs> That's that's impressive. He didn't um, burn up in the atmosphere, which means he's stronger than Supersonic. Yeah, who does? And and uh, doesn't Goku almost burn up in the atmosphere in uh, one of when? Or am I am I misremit? I thought isn't that what happens when he's fighting Beerus at the maybe? Like, yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I want to say so. So he's also stronger than Goku, which is impressive. Um, <laughs> Elgar is stronger than Goku. Yep. <laughs> um, and about as dumb. <laughs> I have a hard... I gotta go back and see this movie, because I have a hard time believing Goku would be hurt all that bad by, like, atmospheric friction. Well, here's the thing that has always confused me about Goku's invulnerability, because... At the beginning no, of he's Super, not that's what I'm saying. At the beginning of Super, he just gets hit by like a rock and it hurts. And it's yeah. implied that it's because he had like wasn't paying attention plus wasn't yeah, training. He wasn't, he wasn't I, like I have the explanation for this one. Okay, give it to me. He's just flesh and bones. Like he's not like maybe Saiyans are a little tougher than humans, but like on a physical level, he's still just skin and muscles and stuff. The reason he can like deflect bullets or energy beams or whatever is that he's projecting his chi to guard himself. Yeah, yeah. So if exactly. he was asleep, could you just shoot Goku in the head and he dies? Like potentially, hi- he might actually react fast yeah. enough. He might react fast enough to block it. Honestly, yeah, because he's very fast. But like, oh, yeah. actually, you know what? I do think that his like base level is strong enough that because at the beginning of Dragon Ball, Bulma shoots him a bunch and it like it hurts him, but it doesn't kill him. I kind of feel like those those gunshots in Dragon Ball are just are just comedy bullets and not like actually to be taken in canon. Sure. <laughs> so if you had, you know, if you stabbed him with Trunks's sword then, that would kill him if he was asleep. He uh, yeah. Yeah, cuz remember when he's training for the Cell games, his whole thing is he wants to like learn to just like rest at Super Saiyan levels and he's asleep while Super Saiyan and Krillin's like Ah, he's so, like, he looks like he's sleeping peacefully, but I bet if I throw this rock at him, he'll, like... Okay, I do remember that, deflect it, and then he throws the rock, and it just hurts Goku. (laughs) That's great, I love that. And then Goku yells at Krillin for throwing a rock at him. (laughs) Why did you throw a rock at me? (laughs) Yeah, I, 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 that's an aspect of Dragon Ball that I really like, is that, like, yes, he can, you know, he can fucking go around in space and get blown up by a planet and not die but like if he's not paying attention then he can still get hurt i like that it's yeah. cool um dragon ball super is pretty good anyway uh so we cut what the fuck were we talking about we cut back to the command center um the power and, uh, chamber by the way 
Thank you. I'm glad we covered mm-hmm. both Supersonic and Super Saiyans today, by yeah. the way. Very yeah, important. No, it's very important. Um, Carlos walks over to Justin and... and uh, I, wait wait one moment, uh, okay. Zach. Those big glowy tubes behind them. Uh-huh. Did those not used to have ranger suits in them or something? So, so in the movie, they have the... Uh, the Mighty Morphin suits in them. In the show, they never have. They're just the colors. Well, but didn't see In Z, yes, in Z, yeah, I think you're right. But in the Turbo you know, show, they have not so far. Oh, that's that's kind of weird. They just got like rid of them. I yeah, I don't know why. Maybe the costumes were ripped up or something. I, I don't know. Maybe uh, they don't they, want you to remember that there was other Rangers. What there weren't these have always yeah. been the power. There's just the red, <laughs> the yellow, the blue, the pink, and the green. I think I feel like there were other colors. Anyway, uh, no, so I, I think I'd remember those. <laughs> Even maybe it was like a white or a black or something. Or... Those aren't really uh, colors; they're more shades. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos Carlos walks over to Justin and says, uh, "What's wrong?" and and Justin sighs, and he's like, "Your dad, huh?" And Justin says, "How'd you know?" And then Carlos he's just the only sta- thing you're ever sad about. <laughs> well, okay, that would be the correct answer. Unfortunately, what happens is Carlos just stares at him and laughs until Justin continues to speak, which I didn't like as a he response. See, for the audience, he doesn't actually like laugh the whole time. He goes, "Huh." He doesn't go like, ha, 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 like Zach and flying. <laughs> I, mean, I, wish he, I wish he did. That'd be pretty good also. Um, but so uh, my assumption combined with the fact that he knew about this coin is that Carlos is stalking Justin. Um, he wishes, uh, he tells Carlos that he wished uh, his dad could move back to Angel Grove. Um, and that it's not fair that Divatox can make bad wishes come true, but when he wishes for good things, they don't happen. Carlos says, if your dad could make a wish, I'm sure he'd wish to be here with you too. He does and not and say... There's, 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 a, there's a quick cut to his dad like after a business meeting going to a strip club and doing coke and like, <laughs> yeah. having a blast. He's <laughs> in bed with two different women. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he does not say... Uh, it's not because you wished for a good thing and it didn't happen. It's because Divatox has a magic wish monster. Like this is <laughs> this is not this is not a foul a, a fault of your wishes. <laughs> um, TJ says, "Okay, he's got I three wishes. She's got three wishes. <laughs> uh, this part is great." She has three wishes. Blue Centurions was one. That means she has, and then he like she probably has, and then he pauses for a second, and Cassie just puts like two fingers in front of him, and he's like two left. <laughs> yes, the, I love the implication that TJ cannot subtract uh, one from three. Uh, this is makes me very happy. I love me my dumb Red Rangers. And I, I, I just love how they're so used to it that like Cassie's right there with the, like the two fingers. Yeah, like. that's a nice little like <laughs> he's does this all the time type uh, <laughs> joke, which I appreciate. I don't know um, if that's what they're going for, but that's how I'm taking it. <laughs> yeah, I like it too. Uh, so D- Demetria is like, okay, well, we got to find it because they the power of those remaining wishes could be vast, which they never. Um, Speaking of Dragon Ball, they never specify how powerful the wishes are, so I don't know if they can literally do anything 
or what? They don't really say. I mean, so far all they've done is give one dude a wig and change the colors of the lights on a cop, so... Okay, well, fair point. Well, I mean, point. he turned him evil, which was apparently impossible to do with programming or something. So, uh, right, yeah, they didn't do anything other than change the lights. That's what yeah, I said. Yeah, okay, I get oh, it. Oh, right, <laughs> yes, yeah, got it, got it, yeah, he's just the same. Uh, also, Abcad. Abcad. Uh, also, uh, real quick, um, I love that in Dragon Ball they were like, how do we make things more powerful than Dragon Balls? Bigger ones. Big bigger ones, ones? Yes. big as a planet. <laughs> it's so <laughs> stupid. It makes me so happy. I like that they revealed that the original Dragon Balls were mined from the planet-sized Dragon Balls. Yes. What? <laughs> yes. The Namekians mined Dragon Ballium uh. out of one of the Super Dragon Balls. I thought uh. they made them. I thought the sages like made them. Is that not it, how it works I, anymore? I think they like. It's complicated. And listen. Maybe it's not the most airtight lore. <laughs> okay, got it. Fair. Uh, but yeah, I like that there are planet-sized Dragon Balls. It's real stupid. Uh, <laughs> it makes me happy. Um, so they, they're they like, okay, we've got a disturbance in the park. Uh, and they they go over there and see that... <laughs> that Again, I just... I like that when... Blue Centurion is good. What he's help doing is like helping people get cats out of trees. He's never like stopping real crime. And then when he's evil, he's just taking people's wallets. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> it's very funny to me. Uh, he is specifically just mugging people, and he has a big uh, wow. a big pile of wallets. Um, now, specifically, they are doing this because they are looking for Justin's coin. Um, cause it still has the wish power. Yeah. It's, that's explicitly what they're doing. Yes. Uh, but the Rangers or specifically Cassie, who I'm beginning to think is the actual smart one, uh, says, Oh, they must've misplaced the wishing coin. Uh, so we've got to find it before they do. Uh, they morph and head out to go look for the coin. Uh, and by that, I mean they go to fight the monster, which is not what they said they were going to do, but okay, fine. Um, so I'm just want to say that this upcoming scene has like Sentai footage in it, but it doesn't okay. start with Sentai footage. It's American footage, but it does the same thing that Sentai footage did in that like immediately how they start the fight is Blue Centurion throws the Red Ranger sword at the Red Ranger. We don't know how Blue Centurion got the Red Ranger sword. He just... But- they just it. refilmed and then, it. And then Red Ranger catches it. But in the Sentai, that exact same thing happens, but this isn't using Sentai footage. Was there just, something in the Sentai footage that, like, another well, it character... Wasn't at a, it wasn't at a park bench. It was, like, at a... It was, at like, at a field. Because, like, what... Huh. Ha- okay, okay, another thing is... What Signal Man's doing in the... Again, he's not working with the bad guys at all. He's just independently evil for no reason that we know so far. Okay. And he he's specifically after the car rangers. So to get their attention, he starts chasing children around on his motorcycle, going to run them over. Jesus. Okay. So, yeah, that's kind of what happens is that they the Red, the Red Racer throws down his sword in front of the motorcycle. And that's why Singleman has it to throw back at him. So I guess they didn't want to put that stuff in, but they were like, Dan, that's a cool part. We should put that in ours. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, and I guess I'll just say, like, in the fight here, the 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 rate the, the car rangers don't want to hurt him because they specifically don't even know why he's evil. Like, right. like the Power Rangers know at least. 
but they don't know what the fuck's going on. And then he explains he went back to Planet Police and there's a bunch of like, like pollution there. And his wife is like, oh, it was caused by the emissions from the Car Rangers vehicles. (laughs) Excuse me? And then the Car Rangers like, our vehicles are emission free. So what actually and, caused and, it? And Sigtaro, um, his son Sigtaro, which is just Signalman with Taro, which is, you know, a common ending of a name. Okay. Um, they just he he's in the hospital, you know, full on like <laughs> robot child. It's so good, and he's inhaled the gas and is sick. And then Signalman goes to the TV, looks at this TV screen with the with the with the carburetors on it and the gas, and then the gas comes into him and he turns evil. Oh, okay. I and I, I think what happened is that like a bad guy made, made the, the gas, gas. Okay, and I then see. like told them it. I, they haven't actually revealed it yet because again, this is like a two-parter in Sentai too. Gotta love. So like he's gotta love sick robot child in the hospital. Also, every time you say Planet Police, I just get really upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyways, that's all I have to say about the Carnage episode. So continue. Fair enough. So yeah, there's a, there's a fight where again they're trying not to hurt him. Uh, he's real mean to them. He's like, "There's five of you, and you can't fucking put up a fight, y'all." I kind of like that about this an embarrassment. Bad guy. Yeah, I, 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 I appreciate it. They try to snap him out of it. Uh, basically, the only thing that's... Oh, he does have one move I really like, which is he shoots up in the air with his gun, and then it like turns into a bunch of lasers and yeah, shoots it, it, down again, at them. Yeah, it feels like an RPG character's like, limit break or something. <laughs> it's cool looking. I like... Uh, it's really cool. I like any laser shotgun type moves, because they're just silly to me. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, he's about to kill them, and then the uh, the monster like breaks up the fight because he was bored and was thought it was not fair that Blue Centurion was having all the fun. Uh, so yeah, I guess co- I'll just say like this is where the Bozak try to make like partners with him is here, right? Yeah. And this one he he just kind of ruins it, like yeah, he just <laughs> kind of fucks it up. Uh, and then, you know, he fights them for a little bit, uh, beats them up, and then Blue Centurion's like, oh, good job, nice work. Uh, and then uh, they they bring their turbine laser in, which has to be the finishing move that has worked the least in all of Power Rangers. But it works it, this time. Yeah, it, it's true. It does work this time. Uh, they blow him up, uh, and then... Elgar shows up with no hair. Uh, I guess. Oh, right. He just shaved it off, right? Yeah, um, he wasn't into it. Yeah, he said it was over overrated. Um, so Elgar shows up and grabs uh, Blue Centurion and is just like, hey, come on, let's get out of here. Uh, and Blue Centurion's like, but I was going to murder them. Please let me murder them. <laughs> and he's like, nope. Deep Sox but, wants to see you. But that's what you want. <laughs> yep. You know, listen, it doesn't have to make sense. Uh, torpe- they torpedo, uh, uh, what's his name again? Wicked, Wicked Wisher. Wicked Wisher. Thank you. Um, they summon the rescue Megazord and have a little Megazord fight. It's fine. I, I do kind of like, um, the, the Megazord kind of just clowns on the monster, but it's still like more of a fight than we've gotten in some cases. Like there's a cool yeah. part where he grabs his head, 
by the coin. He grabs the top of the head by the coin purse and then like reels back a punch and gets him. And I thought that part was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's okay. It's not bad. Uh, the, I still, I still miss the old finisher. Of yeah. Course. The finish. I don't like, we've said it before. I don't like the finisher from, for the new Megazord. Um, it's just big guns, which is, I don't love the new Megazord. I feel like every time they swap, swap out the Megazord, it gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> the, like this I, one's not terrible or anything, but the old turbo Megazord is better. Yeah. yeah the, absolutely. the old turbo Megazord. I, I like, um, I don't know. I like it more because, like, it does look more like a singular robot than I typically like. Um, uh-huh. But I, f- it's sort of sleek, and I think it's neat. This is, uh, I don't know. I just don't and, love like, it. And the best finish I've ever seen in Power Rangers. That, like, I do like the spinning spin sword one. move. Uh, the big guns uh, that he has here are not my favorite. Uh, it is also weird that they still, I guess, have phantom rangers zord even though he left but whatever um so they blow him up uh and this is where this episode is done we're we're at 18 minutes and 30 seconds there's a minute and a half left uh i don't know why could not tell you why this is the next it's because they want to like lead into the next one so they're like Uh other it, than it, it's yeah. really it really weird though because it feels like oh are we at the half part of the episode because it is the episode just kind of keeps going it doesn't right. feel like a conclusion at all it, it definitely is like oh we need to just we listen we're too short like we don't have enough commercials <laughs> to finish this um so we cut back and porto's like oh i've got you i've got you a new monster he's the wild weeder He'll they, fix they, they it. kind of make imply that they're going to use the citizens of Angel Grove to find the coins for them. So I'm guessing mm. this is kind of like a mind control monster. And then the Rangers uh, get their turbo navigators and they're set to find Justin's coin. And and then they go to look for it. And then Bulk and Skull find the coin and they put it in a, um, a, pinball, machine. a pinball machine, which wouldn't work. <laughs> and that's it that's the episode like it's just weird I, and i rushed through that but it's because it doesn't matter like yeah it's, it's, it's just it's weird it, it was it felt like what is this episode still going and then i checked the i checked the time and it's like 50 seconds left so i'm like i guess it isn't but this doesn't feel like a conclusion <laughs> yeah it's weird i don't know but the episodes, I guess the episode's fine. Now that we've, we've it's watched fine. it, I, well, like, um, I guess one more thing about the carnage is, is is how that one ends, which is also like a to be continued kind of thing. Is that like it shows the Bozox and the Blue Centurion like getting like the Blue Centurion getting um becoming a member of the Bozox kind of thing. Like he shows up at their place and they're gonna start like talking and working cahoots and then it shows this like giant gold guy who's like holding the earth in one hand and the bozok place in the other hand who's like ah now the bozok and the boost and the signalmen are working together i will stop the car rangers implying he's going to be the next big villain so that's like a way better conclusion okay. than just yeah. like i mean if you're going to do oh, a clip we're going to do something like doing that things <laughs> yeah uh but yeah i i guess now that I didn't really think about when I was watching this the first time how specific that monster is, which I like a lot. That makes me yeah. laugh. I mean, uh, there's this, this episode that I like a lot. It's really goofy. There's obviously parts that I don't like a lot, but like the like you guys said, like the the similarities to 
police and what's happening now, and also that transfigurement might be going a little far. Well, <laughs> specifically that he tries to run him over. I was like, dang. Okay. Yeah, I mean, not similarities, <laughs> I guess, but you know, like it reminds you of it. It just like, makes you think right. about it, and you're trying yeah. not to because it's Power Rangers. Listen, I'm I'm bad at words, Luke. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want to equate the cartoon laser gun show with the no, fucking. No, 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 no. Of course not. Yeah, I know that's not mm. what you meant. Just yeah, I want to be clear. Um. So I would. Uh. I've got one or two questions, but I'd like some more. What's the name of the we... monster they teased for next time? The what gardener? Vine, hold on, I've forgotten oh. something. Vine, man, nope, I'll get it. Don't worry. All right, I believe uh, in you. Who, who uh, cares? <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on. This is all good. Uh-huh. Eric, uh-huh. Keep you, this just, in. you just go yeah. further earlier it. in the episode, couldn't you? Eric, keep this in. I've already closed that tab. I've closed the <laughs> tab. Gardener of Evil. His name is. The du, 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 yeah. du, du, it's uh huh fuck <laughs> <laughs> fuck that's a weird name for a kid's villain. The monster is not listed in the description of the episode on Great. Ranger Wiki, which is upsetting to me. All right, well. Never we'll mind, never then, I guess. You have to come back next week, Luke. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the reason I brought it up is that fucking... Do you remember, like, the fifth episode of Power Rangers ever where they have that fight with the weird little gnome guy who, like, makes yes. them hallucinate the city? Yes. I feel like this guy is that guy's brother. Okay, because he... Wh- wait, why? I don't know. He reminds me of him. Okay. I, I think you, know, you guys literally mentioned Tickle Sneezer last episode that you recorded, the one with the robot ranger. No, he's not talking about Tickle Sneezer. He's talking about the gnome that, like, made them hallucinate and trip oh, balls. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Like, the, and there's, like, like the more fucking, than one gnome in that series, I guess. <laughs> like, the uh, like the Sentai footage is all warped and degraded, and it looks like shit, and I love it. Yeah. That was the. I think that's the episode in which you forced your morphing grid theory on us. I'm yes, pretty sure. uh, that might have been where I first introduced it. <laughs> uh, his name is the Wild Weeder. Okay, there you go. Well, that, that guy's it. name was Gnarly Gnome, so I guess there's no name connection. But I do think they're related. I hate his face, though. So yeah. there's that. Does that help? No, not really. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, so I'm trying to get a couple more questions before we do uh, a mailbag. So if you have a question, send it in to, to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group or Teens with Tude at gmail.com. If you have a question, uh, Luke, we have a little bit of time. I'm going to ask you some Dragon Ball questions. And Emily. All right, sure. Uh, I stopped watching. Someone explain to me what Ultra Instinct is. Okay, so Ultra Instinct is when you completely, it's not even like a form like Super Saiyan per se, it is when your like soul and your body are perfectly in sync and like aren't being uh, separated by your mind. It's like you are just pure movement and force without thinking about it at all. And you can like unlock the full potential of your body. So it's not a Super Saiyan thing? Like, could Krillin go Ultra Hypothetically, Instinct? Hypothetically, Krillin could go Ultra Instinct. I want that. 
I do too. Uh, until Goku, no mortal had ever attained it. But had gods done it before? Yes, like Beerus can do Ultra Instinct. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Cool. Why yeah, didn't like, he do as, it as it's happening, Goku. everyone's like, whoa, shit, what was that? And Beerus is like, ah, uh, he's, he's cracking the barrier between mortals and gods and becoming Ultra Instinct. Ooh. Rad. I thought he already became a god, though, when he went Super Saiyan God. No, because that, well, yes, he became Super Saiyan God, but that is just a name given right. to that form in say, uh, Saiyan folklore. It's not yeah. literally divine. Yeah. Well, he it, beat a god when he was it, so. <laughs> which which yeah, apparently could have powered up, and he didn't. He did not beat a god. He managed to spar with a god, and Beerus makes it clear that he could totally win that fight if he really put his back into I, it. Okay, I guess that's true. Beerus just sort of stops because he's like, oh. I, like, I like you, basically, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, because, like, Beerus That's wins fair. that fight, and then he's like, well, I gotta destroy the Earth, and then he, like, smashes a rock. He's like, well, that was Earth, and I broke it. Right, Oh, I yeah. remember that now, yeah. I, I, like I didn't Beerus. watch the movie, I watched the episodes. Um, yeah. So, uh, Zach, uh-huh. I, have a co- I have a comment for you okay from last episode so last episode you mentioned that it was like really weird that justin was freaked out that ashley was going super speed when like they can just do that Uh uh-huh have have they ever done it in civilian form before that zach not in civilian form they've never yeah well they don't use their powers in civilian form in this season zach okay (laughs) but if you're a power ranger and maybe luke can back me up on this if you're a power ranger and you see a fellow power ranger move at super speed is your first thought Wow, a new well, Power no, Ranger power, or is, it, was, or is it she, Ashley is a robot, which is what his saw, first... She, he already saw her open up her arm and saw circuits, though. Okay, fair point, fair point. It, I mean, like, it kind of backs up his theory, is all I'm saying here. Like, Look, the last episode, everybody turns <laughs> out to be robots, and it's like a fucking... It's literally <laughs> like a... Uh, and it's not a dream or anything, like, literally everyone's a robot... Including, including Justin, you. who's the POV character. <laughs> Wait, like, just everybody... So, like, I should understand in this episode that all of them are robots? No, no they aren't. Uh, they, so, it is revealed, like, two minutes before the end of the episode that Demetra and Alpha 6 built robot versions of the Power Rangers to assist the Power Rangers, and for some reason programmed Justin Robot to think he was a real human which they didn't think was like an existential, terrifying, horrible thing to do. And then at the end of the episode, they just tell Justin Robot he's a robot. And he's like, oh, I guess I'm a robot. Okay. And then they all go to space. And okay. That's the Setting that part aside, because I think it speaks for itself. Uh-huh. If they have the capacity <laughs> to build robots... That can function as Power Rangers. Uh-huh. Why do they keep conscripting child soldiers? Uh, you know, they say, <laughs> they say in the episode that the, that the, uh, no one could ever replace real Power Rangers, and that that's why, like, they don't end up using It sounds them. like they literally replace real Power Rangers, though. Well, they, yeah. They weren't perfect. Like, like at one point, um, Carlos's face falls off. That okay. did happen. I feel like he doesn't really need a face to fight Piranatrons. They do morph, <laughs> though. Like, they can morph. See, so... if he's morphed, then this mask is going to keep his face in place anyway. <laughs> you see, what it's I thought I was worried about the episode, Zach, because I wasn't on it, so forgive me, listeners, for commenting on it. But um, 
with the previous episode, or at least a recent episode, having Cassie, like, failing her grades because of her Power Ranger work, I thought maybe they made the Robo Rangers so we could, like, go to school for them. That would be good. But I then mean, that, no, they just go away. <laughs> no, they just go to space. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so, it's basically an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode that they shoved into Power Rangers, and All right. I, I didn't appreciate it. There you go. <laughs> All right, Luke. One more, one more uh, Dragon Ball question, and then we'll yeah, call yeah. it. Okay. Uh, have you caught up on the manga or no? Uh, no, I haven't read the manga at all. Okay, so you've only done the show. Yeah. Are they going to do more? Because there's more. Yeah, I know. There's like more manga. I know they haven't finished the next arc in the manga, so maybe they're waiting for that. I don't know. I mean, it's as far as I know, Super did like great numbers for them. Yeah, I mean, I like it. They had fucking football stadiums in South America selling out to watch Super on the Jumbotron. I really liked Super. I I feel like it has some weak points. and I I agree with you that I don't think it's like... A lot of people are just like, it's straight up better than Z. Um, It's different than Z. It's not the same thing. Yes. And I Uh, I like it for what it is, but it's always weird to me when people are like, oh, no, don't you know? Goku doesn't even know what kissing is. Like, yes, that joke is in Super. I don't... It's not like they knew that Goku doesn't know what kissing is back in the 90s. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I think there are some Like, they did that because it's a funny joke referencing the, like, fan perception of Goku in 2016 or whatever. Okay, but, like, I also could buy that Goku in the 90s didn't know what kissing was because it doesn't... Like, Chi-Chi just kind of is like, we're married. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, but they Mm. they fuck, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, right, but like Goku points out, what that what does that have to do with that? <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's not, it's not like... Like, Goku's response to that is, you don't got a kiss to fuck? What are you talking about, Vegeta? <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair point. Fair but like, point. no, people always tell you, like, oh, Goku's such a bad dad. Look at how he treats, like, Goten or whatever. Like, Goku is a fine dad. He is... All the times he is supposedly absent... During Z, it's because he's fucking dead. Yeah, but he chose to be dead. He could have been brought well, back. The thing because, else, the, like intergalactic horrors kept trying to murder his entire family to get to him, and he's like, you know what? Everybody is safer if I'm dead. The, yeah. the thing I'll say in his defense is, I want to say that except for after Frieza, where he's gone for a long time, that's the one where you know what, Goku, you did a bad job on that uh, one. You, well, you, he didn't tell them where he was, and he could have. That's fucked. But right. other than that, like. Most of the time he's like quote unquote gone like whole arcs of that show are like a couple days. It's not like that he's too. always gone forever. Like It's not like he's abandoning his family. He's mostly either dead or trying to train to protect everybody from something awful. Though does doesn't he decide to just stay dead after Boo, though, or something like or, that. After after Sally does that, because it's like I said, he's yeah, like, we just Listen. talked about that, yeah. Yeah, like, Frieza attacked the Earth, and then the androids right, attacked the okay. Earth, and now Cell, they're all, like, trying to kill me, and they're endangering the entire world population as a result. I think it's safer for everyone if I just stay dead, and that sucks, but, like... And it kind of was safe for a while after that. <laughs> yeah, it's seven years apiece. It's the longest stretch of peace they have in that whole series. Fair point. That's true, point. yeah. Okay, okay, fair. Anyway, I like that show. I hope it It'd comes cool back. It'd be cool if he, like, checked in on his, on his family more. I don't know, like, called them, like, because he can do that. Yeah, listen, mm-hmm. I, we don't know that he doesn't, really. He calls, him on the, he calls him on the King Kai phone. <laughs> Except he never talked. You know what? Goten meets him for the first time the day he comes back to life. That's yeah. messed up. 
Yeah, he could not- call home more. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is our Dragon Ball Z podcast. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning we in. We had one. We had I a know. Dragon Ball Z podcast. Chelsea's going to be happy for this stealth episode of Home for Infinite Losers. Mike's uh, not around. Is the only problem. I want to say in y'all's defense, by the way, I, I have never watched regular Dragon Ball, but yeah. I've listened to Home for Infinite Losers. And yeah. every time I hear people say Dragon Ball, original Dragon Ball is the best Dragon Ball series, I'm like, boy, not based on what I know about it. But <laughs> I will say, you're not wrong. Listen, a lot of people. Me and Luke just talked those. about this on Twitter. <laughs> I do feel like we were almost to a turning point with that show right when we quit. Because I remember that tournament arc being a lot of fun. And then you go from that into the Red Ribbon Army. Yeah, maybe. And Roshi's not around for the Red Ribbon Army shit, so that's most of the problems gone right there. Yeah, I I just I just know that Roshi and and um and um Oolong are the worst, and if they're not there, it tends to be okay. Roshi's still gross and super though. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the only reason like (laughs) Z doesn't really get tarred by that as much is because Roshi just spends the entire like 500 episode run just sitting at home watching porn. Watching porn and, and clearly smoking weed. Yeah, uh, just jerking yeah. into, like, exercise videos. <laughs> that, Which, I mean, better I say, than him actually attacking women. It's can fine. I say something? <laughs> can I say something? Something about the fact that I think they did do make it pretty clear that, that, that Roshi does just watch, like, exercise videos and read Victoria's Secret and jerk it and not look at actual porn. That's worse <laughs> That's to me. True. I don't know why. <laughs> But anyway, uh, (laughs) that's a good way to end this episode. Uh, Come back next week where we'll resolve this two-parter, I guess. Continue talking about all the men drinking out the knot for (laughs) Great. Good. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for for making that promise for me, Emily. I appreciate it. (laughs) Uh, For Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Luke. I've been Emily. And may the power protect you always. Oh, I got to do plugs. That's oh, okay. shit. Don't uh, worry about it. We'll do it next it's week. It's fine. Yeah.